good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Muhammad Shashabim Shaker. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Uh, we are also welcoming back on the show everybody's favorite member of the team, the wondrous and wonderful Taylor Marie Anderson. Taylor, thank you for coming back on today. Thank you for having me. Always welcome. You know that. You are everybody's favorite member of the team, including mine, which is very strange because <laughs> <laughs> I love myself more than anything. Leave that there. Right, because I love myself more than anything. <laughs> um, I was afraid he drew a dick on that for a minute. No. Uh, let us thank Low Tide Cava Bar for the cava we are going to be drinking on this show. And Kratom. I've got a great story about Kava and Kratom coming up. <laughs> Bullet. Bullet. I cannot wait to get you out here so you can try this stuff. Yeah, it would make this a lot less awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, normally we start out by talking about our weeks mm -hmm. and the crap that we watch on TV, but... Um, we're not going to do that today. Oh, also, for those of you who are watching us live, the band at the beginning was uh, Ben Danaher, and that song was Hell or High Water. The single came out yesterday. Go find it on Spotify, YouTube, download it. No, there is a movie I want to watch that I just found out about. It's called uh, Fuck. The, the some and there it is. There goes our G rating right off the bat. The King. <laughs> what is it? Kingsman? Kingsman? The golden, the golden arches, or circle? the gold circle. Yeah, I just found out about that like ne today. Did you not? Did you see the first one? No, I've never seen anything about that ever. Well, watch the first one. Okay, and then you can watch the ones after that. It seems like it's a really funny movie. Oh yeah, it's great. I, I because I was uh, getting you know listen some John Denver, <laughs> and I guess this, there's this part from the old from the new movie, um, where. Something happens to this guy, but while this permanent thing happens, he um, he starts singing uh, Country Roads before he does this like badass CIA thing. It was just really funny. I was like, okay, now I want to watch this movie. It's a British actor, too. And uh, who else? Julianne Moore's in it. I was like, Julianne Moore, what the she, fuck? Yeah, she, she's, in the, she's in the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that was a big thing for me, too, because I love Julianne Moore. Uh, I'm going to drop this piece of knowledge on you. The first one's so much better. What is it? A remake? No, it, there's the first one and then there's a sequel. Oh, okay. How far apart are they? Two years. Oh, well, I want to watch those now. They're good. They're yeah. good. they're fun. All right, show's over. We'll be back <laughs> next week. <laughs> and thank you, Taylor, for joining us. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, it. Nothing that, nothing that uh, I watched this week was uh, worthy of really talking about. Bullshit. You watch your favorite show again. What's my favorite show? Uh, Psych. Psych? Oh, yeah, I did finish Psych again. Yeah. <laughs> but I went through it for like the fifth time. Because even Sean was like, again? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, where? I think he was like, where is Matt? I was like, watching Psych. <laughs> yeah. I watch that show like once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. Love that show. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, I did watch Psych. And if you want me to act it out for you, I can. But... <laughs> know all the words i do i, I pretty much know <laughs> that entire series i know that and scrubs by heart 
Um, but, but yeah, uh, really all that matters in this last week was what we did yesterday, mm-hmm. which made Taylor very jealous. You can see that by her very sad face that she has on. Uh, uh, but uh, did who who did we uh, who did we meet yesterday? Who? Who did you and I meet yesterday? I don't remember. You don't know who we met yesterday? Mm-hmm. You don't know who we saw yesterday? Nope. You're an idiot. <laughs> there were these cool people from Kentucky. So I remember. Yeah. What was his name? Don't remember. I remember Kelly Paul, because she's the nicest lady yeah. I ever met. I really need you to say the name. Okay, Rand Paul. I'm just trying to bring the Did show Did someone out. say Rand Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You ruined the show, yeah, man. I did. <laughs> Is that from... Uh, yeah. Uh, God, what, how did I forget his name? Uh, Viser. Yeah, Nicholas, Nicholas Vizer. Thank you, Nicholas Vizer, for allowing me to do that joke. And uh, you should check him out, Liberty Link Media. Uh, <laughs> I had to say that so I could do that. Do you watch him, Taylor? Mm, I'm going to go with yes. It's like <laughs> being libertarian. He does like a lot of those. Oh. The Daily Headlines guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know his name. is Nicholas Vizer, and yeah. here is your Daily Headline. Yeah, he told me I could use that bit. Just he, yeah, he did a show like, and he was talking about Rand Paul, and this guy just kept saying, "Rand Paul." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, the, that was mm. so good. Um, but yeah, so yesterday we got a chance to meet with Kelly and Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Ivy for setting that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. That was amazing. I was closer to Rand Paul than I was to Muhammad at this very moment. <laughs> yeah, that's your birthday gift. Yeah. Which you didn't remember. I remember. See, Taylor that's knew about that. I remember. That's why I brought you out. <laughs> I had this planned all along. Uh, so, uh, and that's why I stopped him and got him out of the car. You have to remember to do that next time. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck Rand Paul. You know, hey, guy, wait, I need a picture. <laughs> or else he's going to run away. <laughs> yeah, he, he I felt bad it. because Matt didn't get a picture with him. And, like, you need to, like, physically stop him, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like, got in the car, and I was like, oh, no, nope, here's my chance. So I walked right up, and I was like, hey, hey, Rand, can I get a picture? And he, like, got out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stopped the senator. Poor from leaving so I can get a picture. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he's so like introverted. I love it. I know, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. But he's so much better in a in a in a small setting. Yeah. Uh, and I think Kelly also helps. Yeah. Kind of like bring him out. Oh yeah, yeah, when she's around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rand Rand Paul is really at his best when it's like a small setting of people or he's on the floor of Congress. Mm-hmm. That's when he's like at his peak. But yeah, peak randing. Peak yeah. randing. Yeah, peak randing. Peak <laughs> randing. But yeah, he, uh, you know, we went down, we picked him up. And then, well, I dropped you off at the hotel or at the restaurant <laughs> and I went to go pick him up. And uh, we were driving from the we were driving from the hotel to the restaurant. And he's like talking about like his day and like planning stuff out. And he just went, so uh, are you from here, Matt? And I was like, oh, I'm from St. Petersburg. Oh, thanks for driving down. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he mentioned me a couple of times after that, but never anything directly to me. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that's good enough. Yeah. Right. And then I had to give him a ride back from the restaurant to the hotel. And on the way, he was just like, so, uh, so what do you do? And that is a really hard question to answer because uh, right now, technically, I'm unemployed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't know how to answer this question. And then so I was like, oh, I work in a Kava and Kratom. And he didn't know what Kava or Kratom was. And I was like, oh, Golden, I can, yeah. I can fill the next 10 minutes, no problem. So I just started giving the Kava and Kratom spiel. And I was like, yeah, so kava comes from the root of the intoxicating pepper plant, which can be found in, like, islands like Vanuatu in Fiji. They also grow it in Hawaii. He's like, interesting. He's like, does it taste good? No. (laughs) No. Not even a little bit. And he's like, really? Why do people drink it? Oh, it helps promote uh, relaxation, helps with anxiety, stuff like that. He's like, interesting. If it doesn't taste good, you should probably mix it with alcohol. No, that's really (laughs) bad. Don't do that. (laughs) Do not do that. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> then he was like, uh, I like how that was his solution. Like, somehow alcohol is going to make it taste better. Right. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe Rand has a problem. <laughs> Maybe that was his cry for help, you guys. On Well, he was on. <laughs> He was on um, the Daily Show with Trevor. Oh, yeah, Noah. yeah. Remember, they drank whiskey the whole show or some mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, yeah, bur- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, after that. Uh, so I dropped him back off at the hotel and he was like, Matt, would you mind giving Kelly a ride to wherever she needs to go? And I was like, Nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> so she jumped up into the front seat with me and she and I talked and she had lots of questions about Kava and Kratom and I was just telling her all about it. And she was like, I'm going to be Googling this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. If you uh, have any questions, feel free to let me know. I'm happy to answer. And she was like, Okay, yeah, and I was like, great. Wait, didn't one of them make a big pharma thing? Oh, yeah, so Rand was like, so is this stuff regulated? And I said, no. And <laughs> he goes, oh, are they, are they working on regulating it? And I, well, the FDA is uh, thinking about it. I've got my own theories on why. And he goes, is it, could it potentially hurt big pharma? And I said, yeah (laughs) yeah that makes sense i was like yes (laughs) greatest politician ever (laughs) oh that's so wonderful uh, it was was so great the doctor that talks about big pharma yeah (laughs) yeah but like now he's gonna be like conscious about it you know what i mean if he hears about it maybe i know i know maybe we'll get a nice little rand vendetta going i am hoping i am hoping that uh I one day get a message from somebody in the Rand camp is like, Hey, you were talking to Rand about Calvin Kratom. Mm-hmm. Can you fill him in on some stuff? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I can. But yeah. Yeah. So yesterday was amazing. It was, it was really good. Yeah. And then we went to that Kava bar mm-hmm. and that was fun too. Oh yeah. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. And then Muhammad fell asleep on the ride home. I didn't, I didn't tell you this. So Muhammad fell asleep on the ride home. For the entire mm-hmm. ride. <laughs> For all of it. Like, I'm tired. And, you know, mm-hmm. it would, be, would have been great to have somebody to converse with a little bit. But I felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> he fell dead asleep. <laughs> I was blasting music, trying to wake him up. Nothing. <laughs> I'm, like, risking both of our lives by sending Snapchats of him sleeping. And, like, saying, 
don't text and drive or Snapchat and don't do that. But I was doing that. And, uh, you know, I was like this, this motherfucker right here. And then, so as my revenge on him, (laughs) I turned his seat warmer all the way up. And and those things get hot. They they get real warm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I turned his all the way up and he didn't wake up for that. He would just shift his body. I didn't even remember this until he showed me the snap. I was like, what? I didn't feel that. <laughs> I didn't sleep the night before, except for like an hour. So, whatever. I, I was so annoyed at you. I was like, man, why? Why are you That's sleeping now? Mm-hmm. But What's on today's menu? Um, some sort of dessert is going to be made later. Okay. Uh <laughs> 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 Sorry, private joke. Taylor's making a dessert for a potluck she is going to tomorrow. Because I yeah. believe, if I remember correctly, your boyfriend's brother is getting engaged? Or, yeah, he is engaged. He is and engaged. we're kind of like doing, yeah, mm-hmm. like a family event. Gotcha. Well, congratulations to them on the soon-to-be nuptials. Engagement. <laughs> that. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, some big news happened this week, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to start with my favorite one because I find this just so fun, me, to talk about. Yeah. A- even though shootings oh. are never funny. <laughs> no, they're not. This one kind of is. Uh, there was a shooting at the YouTube headquarters in California, um, and we had... So many theories being thrown out immediately upon the shooting being announced. And many of them all said the exact same thing. If this is not an alt-right, white, male, Trump-supporting, nationalist, racist, whatever, Mm -hmm. I will eat my hat, as one guy said (laughs) on Twitter. And now he has a private account. Um, (laughs) Um... But uh, it turned out that it was not any of those things that people were predicting. It was the pretty much exact opposite of what that was. Yeah. We had, I'm going to mess up this name, Nassim Agdam. Sure. It's Persian, Persian, so I don't know. Nassim Agdam, who is in. Just make it sound as terrorist as possible. And it's that's her. Nasim Akhtam. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> okay. So Nasim Akhtam, uh, she uh, <laughs> she was a YouTuber uh, that was famous for making very strange Taylor Swift ripoffs and talking about. She did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I found one of those videos. It was hilarious. Uh, uh, and talking about veganism mm-hmm. and how. She had a sticker on her car that said, meat is murder. Yes, she did, yeah. But apparently she did not know that murder is, is murder? also murder. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the name of a psych episode. Meat is murder. Oh, really? <laughs> murder is also murder. Same, like similar story, I guess? No. Oh. <laughs> no. No, I'm just, I'm used to seeing, like, in the shows I watch, like, I, I did not know, like, I used to think eco-terrorists were just a thing you see on television shows, you know, where, like, tree hippies will, like, bomb somebody because they're mad at the government or 
at corporations, you know, or, you know, vegans murdering people because meat is murder. Right. It turns out that this lady, you know, well, she didn't really kill anybody, but for veganism, she killed them because what YouTube did to her, apparently. Right. <laughs> yeah, she got mad because YouTube. But she had 9 million subscribers. She didn't. And I can understand. I can understand. That she got mad, but but it's not a good justification for it, you know, because she has like 9 million subscribers, which is really a lot, a lot, a lot of people because like the highest subscriber person on YouTube is uh, what's his nuts. Um, God, oh, I don't forget his name. Uh, Good old what's his name? He's a German dude, and he's got in trouble before. He's got like fifty-five million. PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Yeah. PewDiePie. Yeah, he's got fifty-five million subs, and he's ahead of a lot of people. When it, you know, so nine's a lot, but I guess it's cut into her money. Like her, she that's how she was making her living. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they were like started demonetizing her videos because they had like animal violence in them. Like. Oh, is that why they were? Is that why they were doing it? Yeah, that's what I read. It was, like, some of, like, the videos she, like, had, um, like, videos of, like, animals being slaughtered and stuff like that. Hmm. So it wasn't, like, she was hurting animals, but, you know, she was, like, this is what, you know. Yeah. This is what happens, basically, and then, like, they started demonetizing her stuff. But also, I think some of her videos were, like, weirdly sexualized. Uh Uh-huh. So yeah, that could also be it. But I was kind of, was like, weird. looking into it, and, like, one of her videos that had, like, 300,000 views on it, she only got 10 cents for. Yeah, I remember reading that. And, you know, when you... I would be pretty pissed. Yeah, when you become a YouTuber, and you're, you're already making money off of it, and that's what you dedicate your time to, I can see how that could make you mad. I can't... Yes. Still, again, no one no one's saying it's a justification Right. No. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is also. But it is like essentially like you. You would lose your job. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, wake up one morning and you're fired, basically. Yeah. That's and they're doing it to millions of people. Yeah. Yes. Some people even said they're surprised that it hasn't happened any sooner. I was one of those people that up. said I'm surprised this is the first time this yeah. has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I wasn't surprised. Like. Yes, I was a little surprised it was a vegan. Mm-hmm. That just makes it. <laughs> that just is where. That's where I find the the humor yeah. in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, oh, really? Meat is murder, but you just pulled out <laughs> a revolver handgun. I don't know what kind of gun it was. You just pulled out a handgun of some sort in California and mm-hmm. shot up mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you don't know that murder is also murder yeah and some people like i was like no one's talking about it and they're like oh no everyone's talking about it i don't see anybody talking about it no and then you know the whole well nobody died why is well which again which goes to the to show you that nobody cares about the actual violence happening like okay so nobody died and that's that's why we shouldn't talk about it we shouldn't talk about why she did this right we shouldn't talk about the reasons yeah because maybe that will Kind of yeah, just because she was unsuccessful, it's like somehow it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Where. It, it, uh, I yeah. Mean, it, it's, be- <laughs> it's better that she was unsuccessful and the, yeah. and the yeah, yeah. only and, and the only uh, death was her own. But it I mean, still sad situation whenever anybody does blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But but I mean, it's um, it, it's 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 better that nobody passed away. And uh, but at the same time, we need to talk about these as well because it goes to show that it's not it's not the gun; 
it's about the mindset. It's about the people. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, it, it's it's not something as simple as, oh well, it's it's the guns problem. It's the guns fault. It's mm-hmm. it's the society of guns we have. Yeah, like Massachusetts uh, did that uh, ban on assault weapons, and I don't. It was a district court, Fe- federal federal. He was a federal judge. Yeah, yeah. Federal judge said it was okay because they're not protected under the Second Amendment. Is what he said. Which is stupid because the Second Amendment doesn't say anything about pistol grips. Right. (laughs) Yeah, the, uh, the the Second Amendment... I mean, we've covered this in pretty much every show for the last week. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Second Amendment does not... It it protects all forms of arms. Mm -hmm. It does. All forms of armament. Mm -hmm. And, you know... And if we didn't say it last show, you might as well say it again, even if we did the James Madison thing that you told me about. Oh, I was going to let you hold on to that one for next week. Why? For when you debate. But... I don't care. We can bring it up again. Uh, James Madison... He's not going to have an answer to it, so... (laughs) James Madison wrote a letter. Uh, Also, for anybody who wondered what we were just talking about, we have a friend of ours coming on who is not as pro-Second Amendment as us. But does own a gun or two, I think. He does. He does own weapons. But he he believes that we need to really rein in the ability for people to receive weapons. And he's coming on to debate uh, Mo. Mm-hmm. on the Second Amendment. So it's going to be a very fun and entertaining episode. Yep, and I'll lose, so come and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you lose that debate. Uh, <laughs> if you lose that debate, Jeremy's the new host. That's how it works. <laughs> it's like Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to win in ritual debate. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to take over. Um, so James Madison... Uh, Somebody wrote him. So, well, somebody asked. Somebody wrote him and asked him. Private chip or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Or, can I tell my story? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody wrote him and they said, hey, uh, are we allowed to have cannons on our private ship? And he, re- he wrote back and he said, basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be able to protect your ship and your belongings with whatever it is. And at the time, it is arguable that cannons were the weapon of mass destruction. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that, yes, you can have these. You can legally own these to defend your your property. cargo, yeah, or something. Your property. Um, I didn't know we were going to be talking about that. Otherwise, I would have had the name of the letter pulled up. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can look that up. It's a... uh, I mean, if anything else, the guy who was one of the people who wrote the Second Amendment yeah. is saying, yes, you can have the most powerful weapon available yeah. to protect yourself. Yeah. I think that goes to show that, yes, we can have whatever mm-hmm. weapon we want yeah. when it comes to protecting ourselves. Yep. And even one of my lefty friends who's, who like <laughs> likes history as much as I do even commented saying that during the the time of the second amendment's writing very early gatling cannons were even already produced and used on battlefields they're like hand cranked on wheels yep. those type of cannons that were prob- the predecessor to like suppressive machine guns um were right there so they knew what they were talking about by not making an exception in the second amendment right and they also had uh semi-automatic uh muskets 
Oh, really? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They had one pole, one shot muskets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all of that together, yeah. But, you know, more, more on that when the actual debate, I guess. Yes. I was going to say, you don't want to spend it all right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What so, what, what does the media keep it? Why is it? So, does this show us that the media has some kind of uh, bias, I guess? I mean, <laughs> some kind of bias, some kind of bias. I mean, there's so many different kinds of bias in the media. Yeah. I mean, towards like, yeah. the you know, Second Amendment. I mean, one of, one of the things that I'm going to bring it up anyway. I mean, shit, they'll even show it when when a cop, which is like if a law enforcement officer uh, that is one of the few bad law enforcement officers tries to shoot a black guy or whatever and the black guy doesn't die they'll still show you that i mean the black guy didn't die so there's obviously some kind of oh man bias there <laughs> um god sorry i lost my train of thought because there's something else i want to say about yeah so this the, the people that are shooting us are the only ones that should have cops you know this is like what all the leftists are crying about right only the government should have the guns and they're the ones killing us or killing black people and causing you to take a knee during uh, football games, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like when like when it comes to the media bias, it's like one of the things that we were going to talk about, which now we're going to talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was that video that came out. Uh, this is a danger to our democracy. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a threat to our democracy, uh, where they were blasting Sinclair Media Group for their huge, for their huge. Uh, the widespread uh, promotion that they did talking yeah. about, you know, fake news and how they're not going to do that. And I don't get it. People have local news stations. Why is that a problem? That's a, that was my first thing. I was like, why is it a problem that they asked the people that work for them to say a message off of a teleprompter? Right. And I, yeah, you're right. It's not, it's not bad. Because everybody does it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we were planning on doing a really great spoof of that. And I didn't even know who Sinclair was until that video. I mean, so you can argue, I guess, that the infamous people are the ones with the actual power. You know, there's some quotes about that. Real power doesn't come from, you know, being out there. It's always the guys in the back right, doing this stuff. But still, like... And you had, like... So at, on that video, you had Joe Scarborough... Mm-hmm. I believe I said mm-hmm. Joe Scarborough. He was sitting mm-hmm. there saying, you know, this is awful. This is a threat to our, you know, this is the real threat to our democracy. Coming from CNN, who scripts their town halls, who gives the people the questions they are supposed to ask in order to try to trap people and, like, make, you know, ends the gun debate where Dana Loesch showed up and ends it. Lash. Lash. Sorry. Dana Lash showed up and, uh, you know, they end it with her being booed from uh, Anderson Cooper. Just let it end right there. And it's like, this is, you are scripting this entire thing to shape a narrative. And then you're getting mad about this other group that's doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it makes, it's just hypocritical as all shit. Yeah, it is. It is. So. I guess it's kind of like a question of like, it, yeah, it's like hypocritical, but it's still wrong. 
right. all the way around. I right. know, like, it's fine for them to have, like, local news stations and, like, have similar messaging and such, but it does get a little bit creepy when it's, like, the same exact message and the news reporters have, like, zero discretion on, like, how they want to communicate. You right. know what I mean? Right. That's kind of their job. <laughs> And, you know, it was kind of like talking about how some of them didn't feel comfortable with what they were being asked to say, but... Well, they can leave. Right, you can That's quit. My opinion. Yeah, they you can leave. You can quit. Like, I don't like... I mean, I get I get how it's messed up, but they can leave, and... You, yeah. It's not even that the, they're saying the same message to me. It's like, what's behind the message? Because, like, CNN and MSNBC and all the other left-leaning news will all brainwashed you the same way without using the same yeah. words if if that's the case you know there there's a lot of ways you can be against guns without saying you're yeah. against guns so what's the what what's the difference yeah at I least mean, we know with sinclair stuff that it's obvious and that's what he's trying to do i guess right i mean yeah i mean the media helps shape any message that there is that's out there so like one of the biggest arguments that you get from the pro gun control crowd is that we need common sense gun laws mm-hmm. and they phrased it in that particular way because mm-hmm. if you say, oh, well, no, I'm against these, you're saying you're you, against common sense. you have no common sense or you are against yeah. common sense. So they've done a great job shifting the uh, conversation to say, well, we just want common sense gun laws. Well, what I think is common sense and what you think are common sense are two completely different spectrums yeah. of this yeah. argument. Yeah. Yeah. It's just empty logic. Right. It's what? Empty logic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rand Paul. Um, Rand Paul. <laughs> I would just hit, keep hitting the Rand Paul button in those moments, but <laughs> I'm afraid that the music's going to start again. <laughs> um, uh, also this week, Donald Trump. Yep. Good old Donald. Uh, he, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, in his answer to them not building the wall mm-hmm. said he's going to be putting troops on the border yeah what, mm-hmm. are, what are the thoughts well, I don't, well people are against it but I'm I don't care <laughs> yeah I, I would say that's like probably one of the more legitimate uses of the military right yeah that's kind of the way I see it too well and some people you know that they're incorrect they're they're talking about the I forget the name of it it it's about not using the military within within the country against its own people. But I think it's a very legitimate r- way to use the military is to put them on a border. Right. Away from yeah. everybody on a border with this sole job of the border, you know? I mean, my, my thought, what I've said for years now, is I think that we need to bring back all the troops from overseas mm-hmm. and shut down the bases. Screw it. I don't care. I know that that's going to upset some people. But shut down the bases, you know, Germany, Japan, all of them. Get rid of all of them. Bring all those people back home. And then we can just put bases up along the border, and they can then protect the border. Yeah. And then the troops are home. Yep. The troops are home. We have a strong defense against people trying to come in illegally, mm-hmm. where we can actually vet these people and you know have strong uh, immigration policy mm-hmm. just based within us. And right, it will save us money because we can then get rid of border control. We can mm-hmm. get rid of the yeah, military gets paid anyway, right. w- regardless of right. what they're no doing, no matter what. So. Yeah. So I, like I actually like this idea. Uh, I don't think it's far enough, but I, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he said to pull out of Syria, so he should just pull out of Iraq and Afghanistan too. Yes. Bring those guys back and put them on the border, please. After they get the, you know their two ye- two weeks or a month of leave. So. Uh, what else? Uh, Trump also talked about uh, the tariffs. The tariffs. But we're not in a trade war. <laughs> Oh, no, it was, uh, we're not in a trade war because we already lost the trade war. Ah. Yeah. It's, al- it's always good when you admit defeat at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, what was it? It says, we're not in a trade war with China. That war was lost many years ago by the foolish or incompetent people who represented the U.S. Now we have a trade deficit of $500 billion a year with intellectual property theft of another 30 no, $300 billion. We cannot let this continue. Thank you, Donald <laughs> Trump. Yeah, and there's a there's a great article I can share later about from the Mises Institute that talks about why trade deficits are a stupid way to measure the health of an economy. Yes. And how it doesn't mean anything whether somebody has a trade deficit or not. Right. And right. Uh, we did talk actually wait, we did talk about that one time because I was talking about like how we only make Boeing and we're almost the sole provider. Uh, uh, Across the world, when it comes to, like, Russian aircraft, I'm talking, like, civilian and cargo, Russian, French, um, British, I don't know who else makes airplanes on a large scale, but we, Boeing's everywhere, you know, uh, and it's not a problem with any other country in the world that they're not making their own airplanes, and they're buying airplanes from us. Right. It's never been a problem. Uh, so trade deficits, as an idea, stupid. And not only that, but... Uh, as I learned from the massively talented Ben Shapiro, seventy mm-hmm. percent uh, of steel still comes from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Even like before this, seventy percent of steel still comes from the U.S. And that means that we're only getting thirty percent of the steel from outside of the U.S. So the yeah. the, the supermajority of the steel that we have in the U.S. comes mm-hmm. from here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the steel actually comes from. Alabama, because I think Alabama can make Pittsburgh, Alabama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I, I think Alabama is actually also the the o- the only state that can a- is able to make steel entirely within its own borders. Um, but yeah, we d- we can and do make our own steel. Uh, so yeah, we went from him putting the tariffs on stuff to then China putting tariffs on stuff to, to two days ago. Him sa- responding. That he will do even more tariffs, which is obviously going to be even more tariffs from them if that ever happens. So prices will just keep on rising. And I was reading that they were discussing the nuclear option of selling off all the bonds that they bought back in 2010. Mm -hmm. And they were going to sell those off to and just completely delegitimize our bond market. Yeah. Because once they jump, dump them, they're going to lose all Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, international credit. Right. It's a thing, yeah, that a lot of people really don't think about. I'd say a lot of people on, on both sides of the fence. If, a con- if countries stop losing trust in your money and your, well, in your money, then your, <laughs> your dollar is going to lose value uh, very yeah. quickly. Very quickly. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's really shitty uh, that he's... I don't know, going that far. He's, he's been doing not so well in recent weeks. Months, yeah, months. Yeah. 
Yeah. After, yeah. after I said I would vote for him. Right. Yeah. You you said, <laughs> you said you would consider voting for him in 2020, and he just took a nosedive. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Crap, I got the Muslims on my side." <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing something wrong here. <laughs> oh, uh, how one of the things that I didn't even really think about is the fact that Donald Trump is like going after Amazon at this point. Oh yeah, saying how uh-huh. they're not paying enough taxes. Communist Tommy. <laughs> you know, Kami Donnie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, obviously yeah. just jealous. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't. Uh, somebody, uh, I think it was Reason Magazine, Reason TV did a video on it, um, or maybe it was yeah, well Stossel. I think it was Stossel um, because one of the things was Trump said that we're lo- the government subsidizes Amazon through Amazon's usage of the postal service. Uh, saying that they are paying way too, they're not paying enough for all the products they sell through the postal service, and they had done a study on it, and this is something that actually Amazon actually helps um, the postal office because it's such a big money provider to them right. yeah. that wouldn't exist otherwise when they could use solely a, 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 a market. They service like UPS, UPS or, or FedEx, FedEx or something. Or um, so if, uh, even then, if Amazon wasn't use, if Amazon was not using the postal service, uh, they there would be they would they, you'd have a lot less postal offices around the country because they don't make any money from uh, what they don't make any money from taxes. In in all fairness, you would still have the same amount of postal offices around the country. Really? Yeah, because they get bailed out every year. They are at a billion dollar plus loss every oh, yeah. single year. Well, they, and well, they aren't closing post offices. Yeah, I understand that, but they also but they don't get they actually don't get funded. That's the thing they they don't get funded from taxes. They actually get funded only from uh, the 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 stamps and services that they do. Um, but they still get bailed out. No, no, I get government. that. I get so that. They are getting yeah. funding from. Well, by funding, I mean it's it's not in a in a funding bill to fund them. It's a bailout, right? Which I know is the same, but it's different. Just making a point. I'm just making a point about <laughs> how, how Amazon to be run. How Amazon? How yeah, we'll also make a point how Amazon actually is helping them right. by using them. And no, yeah, that's true. And you know, Trump was saying that uh, Trump was saying that uh, Amazon isn't paying them enough, and they're delivering these things at a loss but there was a law passed in 2006 that uh no company could use it at a could use the post office with the post office taking a loss mm-hmm. so they they aren't yeah but i don't get it it's a isn't it, it's a it's a flat it's a flat price for everybody right so there's no way for anybody to screw the postal services out of money. Right. I don't know. Mm, I, no, I think, like, uh, the if you have, like, corporate accounts, it's a lot different with the post office than if you're just sending out individual packages. Generally, there's, like, contracts and stuff. Oh, is that true? Yeah, there's, like, bulk mailings and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. that you can do. But no, no matter what. Yeah, I, I highly doubt they would be operating at, at a loss specifically just for Amazon that doesn't... Mm. No. That doesn't sound right to me. No. No, and then he said, what, uh, they're not paying enough in taxes either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and in other news, uh, Walmart CEO also says that, uh, that, um, 
was it the former CEO or the current CEO? Now I gotta look. One of one of the two said that uh, Amazon needs to be broken up by the U.S. government. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard similar stuff to that. Right, but to, to okay, so to be the number one, yeah, brick and mortar retail store, mm-hmm. to be saying that about the number oh, one, oh, it's former, former. Yeah. To be yeah. the former CEO of the number one brick-and-mortar retail store in the nation, to be saying that about the number one online mega giant is yeah. – that's just – if that's not showing some sort of biasness. Yeah. 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 Corporatism. Yeah, and my, <laughs> and my thing is, like, aside from uh, m- government-aided monopolies, like the, the, the regulations and laws that – help monopolies become a thing you know like one of the questions some people always ask me about like antitrust laws is uh they bring up u.s standard oil uh with the uh, rockefellers and why that was a not an okay thing and no one ever that's ever brought that up to me has ever given me uh an actual reason on why that was a bad thing um and even looking at the national discussion around it during the time of U.S. Standard Oil, it was just that people were afraid because of how much he controlled. But then if you actually look at how mu- uh, how uh, Rockefeller got so big, U.S. Standard Oil became big because he made uh, oil products. So he didn't deal in oil. He de- dealt in oil products. Uh, he made it cheap. And sometimes to outbid his competitors and destroy them, he he either made things so cheap that it drove drove him out of business, so he can buy them up, or he gave shit away for free. Right. Mm-hmm. So people keep, com- you know, you keep looking at how it's one big monopoly, but how many people benefited from that monopoly? It, th- there's no way to tell me that Rockefeller was a bad guy, and I think he was a big philanthropist too, where he gave big away time. a lot of his money. Um, uh, and, and then the other thing that has to do with that is if 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 the market chooses to go to a business, a specific business or a person so much that it becomes a monopoly, then that really is the market speaking. E- even though it's really hard for natural mono- monopolies to happen and probably never would happen, um, natural monopolies meaning like no regulations on trusts or, or no, no antitrust laws, you can get as big as you're able to and buy up everybody if you want to. It's really hard to have a monopoly actually happen. So there's always going to be somebody uh, trying to, to, to outbid the, these big people. One of the things I remember reading about was um, actually on Amazon, how they do their two-day delivery systems and how big their, like, um, their air fleet is for cargo airplanes and all that and the hubs they have. They They have like small Cessnas and stuff that fly packages out to like these really small towns um, that are way far away from urban areas to make sure that everybody gets their package on time within two days and I didn't even know that that was an option out in like the very rural areas Um, so if they're doing if Amazon is doing such a good job that everyone's going to go to them why does it matter Mm -hmm. right or FedEx or UPS so on and so forth um but yeah, people. I think people are just mad because Amazon is, uh, you know, because um, Bezos, I guess, is a huge liberal, and a lot of people don't trust Bezos. Um, if that's how you say his name, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of like people on the right don't trust him, and they think it's even people I know that are like pro capitalism are are okay with hurting 
Amazon with, with through the government because they don't trust Bezos, but that's a slippery slope. Not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a slippery slope. How are you going to be free market and then be okay with extra taxes because you hate Jeff Bezos? Right. Yeah. Because then exactly. the, the, that gives... Yeah, targeted individuals. Yeah. and that, That'll work out well. And these are the same people that were complaining rightfully about the IRS scandal that was targeting... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, conservative, like, nonprofits and shit. And I'm, I think... I don't know if, like, Yao was, but the Leadership Institute was, like, the big thing. Yao was, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're part of the vast right-wing conspiracy or whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I remember they were telling us at the Leadership Institute that, that uh, I think it was Michael Moore or something. No, no, it was an elected Democrat. I don't remember who. Maybe it was Nancy Pelosi that was saying how, like, the Leadership Institute was in the middle of all of this and they deserve to be looked at by the IRS and... Uh, it's just it's it's stupid. You're you're either allowed to do it or you're not. You know, regardless of what the political party yeah. is. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, also, I don't know the quote off the top of my head. So Jay Z, Jay Z, Jay Z. What did he say? Uh, he says we need to talk about. It's an, we need to talk about why privilege is really the best way to uh, say that very <laughs> succinctly. He says we need to talk about the problem of white privilege in this country, which I, I didn't know uh, he was not. I didn't know that he probably did you say he was the richest or is the richest? No, probably? no, no, no. Oprah. Oprah. By oh, far. Oprah. That's right. Oprah by far is the richest African-American. Yeah. Or black person yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I, I, I thought Dre would be richer than him, but I guess he's richer than Dre, apparently. I, w- I would imagine Jay-Z is probably richer than Dre by now. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. I'm not going to... Yeah, which, which, you know, I thought was stupid because I'm like, you know how many white people I know that... Ooh, it's close, guys. What? Jay-Z is $810 million and Dr. Dre is $830 million. Oh, okay. Okay, so Dre. I guess, I, I think I may have remembered. closing remem- in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember reading how Dre was m- probably the richest black man, especially because of the beats and all that. Um, but, you know, how many... The beats by Dre? Yeah, yeah. You know, all his products, you know. and <laughs> I don't know much about Dr. Dre. Um, apparently, he's a, he's a really nice guy. Um I don't know if that's right or not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go out on that limb. But okay. Well, I, I don't know enough about him to say, um, but I, I know that there was some controversies about uh, that movie that came out uh, straight out of Compton. There works controversies. Yeah. For what? Like racial controversies about not showing some of the stuff that they did. Like apparently, Cause I don't know what I don't know what what the movie's about. Okay. Well, it's about uh, NWA. Mm-hmm which is in words with attitude mm-hmm. and because I can't say what that. is this a cultural thing NWA it's a rap group it's a rap group oh that yes. it was Dr. Dre Easy E Ice Cube and I think one more um, okay I know, I know those names yeah uh, but yeah they were all originally in a group called NWA back in like the late 80s early 90s and then they all split off and went their own what list. did they do bad things when they were young and the movie didn't show it is yes. that what you're saying well, what, who, what person is going to show the bad things they did when they were younger? Well, the whole thing was supposed to be, like, all the stuff that they did. Okay. And they showed some of the bad stuff, but not all the bad stuff. Like, So it was a movie about their struggles, right? Yeah. 
growing up and all that? It was like when they were getting started. Okay. I haven't actually seen the movie. I just remember reading about it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I can't really speak too much to it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Under Understandable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I've... Uh, I've never, have you ever been accused of, or have you ever been told you have white privilege? Obviously, yeah. I don't. Yes. Okay. <laughs> has it ever happened, honest question, has it ever happened like at a kava bar or something? Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. Because, <laughs> well, okay. It's what? not, that's not going to come up anywhere. <laughs> what about you, uh, Taylor? Oh, yeah. I went to college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, see, this one time I was hanging out at one of the kava bars down here called Grassroots. And mm-hmm. this girl was sitting beside me. She started talking. We started talking about stuff. Cause a lot of people, you know, they've always, especially like the owners know me and some of the people that go there will always like talk about it, politics, obviously, with me. And, you know, so she started kind of talking with about politics with me. And one of the things she said was, well, I have white privilege. And I was just like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> I was like, I don't even know you, and is your life that awesome or something? Like that—that's one. That's my biggest thing with people that claim white privilege, especially people that claim having white privilege. I'm like, your life isn't that awesome, and I don't care about your life. Right. If you think you have white privilege enough that you have to announce it to everybody, but yeah. obviously, my biggest problem is when like somebody like Jay Z claims that white people in general have privilege. Because uh, there's no way to quantify that, especially with him being one of the richest people around, while there are so many poor white people out there that don't have anything. And that's one of the things that the that the Democrats and the left did that got Trump to win. And I thought they'd learn to stop doing that, but they're not. No. no. Like, that's how... No, I don't think that they really ever will. Yeah, you know, like, Obama talked so much about... Um, about... about... Um, about hope and change and, and and helping people and making the country awesome again, you know, and fixing it and, and uh, getting all the racial stuff out of the way. And specifically, though, like, he, uh, he, he put some faith in people, especially, like, the poor white people in the Rust Belt and, and all those, you know, quote-unquote flyover states. And mm-hmm. which they, are some of the most beautiful states if you haven't been to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should really drive through them. Yeah, just fly over them. <laughs> drive through those bad boys. They're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice people, you know. And I think so. And the Midwest is full of really nice people. And even the South. Some are the, some of the Southern states are considered flower states, like Tennessee some, and all that. Tennessee's considered Kentucky. Flyover. Yeah, Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, um, all those. Yeah, you know. But some some of those people have nothing, uh, and. And they get told by rich, you know, college, young, rich college students that are liberal that they have white privilege. And right. these people are like poor, working hard. They're just trying to make sure that their kids are able to go to college as well. Right. And they get told by some Bernie Sanders supporter that he has white privilege. And that's the reason that one of the reasons, one of the big reasons, in my opinion, that Trump won is the left won the culture war and anybody that says anything that is right-leaning is a cisgendered christian racist homophobic sexist you know islamophobe um so you can't even have the conversation so everybody voted for trump that wanted that was saying exactly what they wanted to hear right that's what they mean by that Right. Um, no, and I get it, and I, you know, I get it. I, 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 I didn't in the beginning. I get it now, 
especially because you know I started I guess getting uh, what do you call it exposed to some of it um, as in like hearing some of this stuff like firsthand I was just like excuse me <laughs> yeah. no I mean I've definitely been told to check my privilege mm-hmm. and I laughed because I was like what mm-hmm. hey trust me I've been arrested a lot <laughs> pretty much any opportunity for me to be arrested yeah I was arrested yeah I never was like, well, okay, once. There was one time, and when I talked to a different cop about it, they said, that guy just wanted to go home. Yeah, I, rem- I remember that story. <laughs> um, he did not want to fill out that paperwork. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that's good. But, yeah, like every other time that I sh- should have been arrested, I was definitely arrested. Mm-hmm. It, it got to be a bit of a problem there for a short period of time. Like if I saw a cop, I was like, well, this is happening again. Yeah. So I mean, the real privilege happens from having money. And being rich. Yeah, it's true. I yeah. definitely think there's far more class privilege than racial privilege let's in use this country. A, let's use another word. <laughs> I didn't know you had these communist leanings. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm messing I mean, with you. really, it is like, it is, you know, middle class, upper class, yeah. you know. Yeah. There's definitely privileges that come with that, and I'm not saying that they're wrong, but no, no, I exactly. mean, they do exist. Yeah. You should strive for those privileges. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Right. Yeah. Um, well, when you look at rich people being arrested and their sentencing, if they ever go to court or whatever, um, across the board, race doesn't matter. If you if you have money, you're going to get a lot uh, uh, a much lighter sentence. Yeah. Um, so well, there's also pretty privilege, like when they talk about like good looking dude, like young dudes or especially women, you know that. Uh, don't get sentenced as harshly as other people for similar crimes. Um, but race on its own as a, a an institutional, uh, well, fucking institutional racism, as, as if it's in the institution somehow, you know. Systematic. Systematic, yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eric July. <laughs> um, uh, Asian privilege, right? Nobody talks about oh. that. Well, <laughs> uh, they had a discussion about that at Evergreen. I guess like the like people of color committee like decided that Asian Americans aren't allowed to participate because they benefit from white supremacist systems. Something like that. Uh-huh. Anyways, they're not considered people of color there. But they're yellow. So. <laughs> they're yellow. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. There she sure. is. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's not, I don't, so I don't wait, like this was a discussion on your campus. Um, well, no, it was here in Washington. Uh-huh. Uh, not at my campus, though. Oh, one okay. of the campuses that I help with, yeah. And has that happened actually at any of your campus at all? Something similar? No, well, maybe I don't really pay all that much attention to it since I've like left my school kind of like went crazy. They like implemented free speech zones. They like hired like new directors for diversity. Uh-huh. And so I wouldn't be surprised if it happens soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I've, but, I've even seen like uh, I think the Washington, no, no, Washington Post, uh, Huffington Post, I think has they've even written about how like black police officers are part of institutional racism and how like asian americans are part of the patriarchy of white supremacy Mm -hmm. um which i don't know i guess that's one way to make 
the narrative continuing going your way is to just make other people white and racist, even though they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was when when we were hearing a lot about the alt right and you know Nazis roaming the streets of the United States. Uh, you know, people were calling everybody, you know, Milo, the, the the gay Jew. Yes. Who likes black guys. The gay Jew who likes black guys. He was a Nazi. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, Nazi. They, they referred to him as a Jewish Nazi. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just just because you don't like what a person is saying. Yeah. You can't throw an entire ideology onto him. Yeah. I, mean, I can easily say that. Yeah, and anybody out there who's attempting to take our guns away is a Nazi. Yeah, I can say yeah. that. Um, yeah, and but, then, but I know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't like what they say doesn't actually make somebody a Nazi. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Although the people trying to take your guns away have a bit more in common with the Nazis than yep. Ben Shapiro and. Milo. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when we bring that up, they think we're saying Hog's a Nazi. It's like, no. Yeah. No, no. No. No, not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the Hog wants to take your guns away. So did the Nazis. Yeah. No, I'm saying he's a fascist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and another, uh, like, an a, a in- interesting statistic that people should look up, our listeners and viewers, is how African migrants do in the United States compared to Native African Americans that were born here in the United States because uh, African migrants like the blacker black people <laughs> it, 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 first of all I'm African so I can say that second of all it's true um, the much darker Africans that come from Africa and immigrate here from Kenya uh, Ethiopia Sudan because there's, there's a huge Sudanese community in the Midwest and a bunch of those states uh, a lot of those Africans make more money then um, this is on average. There's no way to say that this is every single person. On average, on average, African uh, immig- migrants live better in the United States and make more money than African Americans that were born here, and more so than uh, a good percentage of native-born white Americans as well. How many of them are Sudanese princes who <laughs> had a plethora of money and they, if you sent them just 500 bucks? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Sudan's a poor country. <laughs> if you send them just $500, they will send you a check for... Yep. <laughs> uh, and, you know, this goes also into, like, especially if we're going to talk about Asians... Like darks, like Indians who are also dark and could get very easily confused for being Arabic or Muslim, like what happened after nine eleven when their stores were being attacked and all that. Uh, right. Um, mm-hmm. Indians live better than white people do, and Af- and black people do on average, um, and so do Arabs, uh, and of course you know Jewish people. Um, but then that could be a that's why some people have the conspiracy about Jewish people, but. That's the focus on Jews. That's the anti-Semitism part. But it's basically it's all about the like how hard you're willing to work um, living here. It has nothing to do with your skin tone. Right. There's no white privilege. There's no institutionalized racism system in place against black people. Um, there's a lot of problems in the black community. I showed. I have a friend. We, we have a friend, Steve, that hangs out at the Kava Bars with us. And I was really interested in his thoughts on this video I watched uh, on PragerU uh, that 
is something I'd heard before from other black professors um, and other black authors and stuff like that talking about problems within the black community about how single household single parent households in 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 uh, the African American community are uh, let's see they went from thirty percent during the civil rights era to seventy percent today so more often than not black families are broken up yes which which ends up causing um, a problem, an economic problem, uh, a social problem, uh, because the same thing actually does apply to, I'm only talking about African Americans because it's on the topic. Um, This applies to white families as well. When you look at white trash families, families (laughs) with no, uh, uh, with like a single parent, you know, having no parents is going to, uh, influence some of these factors that's going to make somebody poor or not or work hard or not or go s- go to school or not or have a kid before marriage or not. Right. So on and so forth. Right. I mean, the three rules to be successful. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and Steve agreed, like, with what the video was saying. Um, and I wish that more people would see that, especially in the African-American community, because... I've never shown this video to an African-American person that disagreed with it. So obviously there's a problem then, uh, according to what these black professors are saying. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, they get called like Uncle Toms and stuff for talking about families. Right. And I mean, that goes back to what we were saying initially with media bias, because the media is pushing one certain narrative. Mm -hmm. And when you show them a different side and like a lot of people will be like yeah that's absolutely correct but if you say that out loud the media has been telling people something completely different for decades so the media has shaped that entire conversation and you know then they throw around the insults you know like you know calling us Nazis if you disagree with what we think or what we say Mm -hmm. you call if a black person doesn't agree with other black people on uh, systems of socioeconomics it's like oh you're just being an uncle tom Mm -hmm. and you know it's just the insult that you throw it's the easy access insult yeah instead of actually having any kind of rational or logical thought process about what they're saying you just i mean ad hominem pretty much Mm -hmm. but i i'm actually really sad that we don't have more discussion on like the breakup of families especially in the last couple generations Yes. Now we're having kids eating Tide Pods. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've got kids eating Tide Pods and snorting condoms. I do. Yeah, and I definitely think if they had uh, both parents, that might that might uh, help a little bit. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think I even think we should one time have an episode instead of talking about all of this, all the random topics, like talk about like a topic like this because yeah i agree yeah because i'd be really interested in doing that um yeah 100 percent um yeah i definitely don't think it's talked about enough yeah yeah uh let's plan on doing that Mm -hmm. we'll do it on the air so people so people can't say so people will be like no you said you were gonna do this (laughs) (laughs) yeah so let's uh one two what about three weeks from now cool you good for three weeks from now because I want you, uh, I, I, I always want you on the show. So, like, I would like you to be on that one as well. I mean, like, three weeks from now? One, two, three. That will be the weekend of the 28th. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not good that weekend. I'm going to be 
in DC for my new job training. Yay. Yay. Congrats on the new job, by the way. But then after that, I should be fine. Okay. So we'll or, do one. So that's what? That's like the first week of next month. Cool. Weekend of next month. All right. So one month from today. All right. Cool. I um, will be reading up on stats and stuff. Excellent. Mm-hmm. If you, if you can do my studying for me and just send me all the info so I know what I'm talking about, that'd be great. Uh, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to cheat <laughs> off the smart girl. <laughs> Last bullet. Yeah, uh, yeah, we do have to go. I know that you, you're a little bit over time. But yes, no, as okay. always, thank you for coming on. You are thank my you favorite. You are my favorite mm-hmm. team. Thanks for coming on, Taylor. <laughs> and, well, uh, I will. Yeah. See you guys in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully before then, but definitely in a month. Yep. But uh, yeah, thank you so much as always. Um, so real quick, let's just do all the stuff that we got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Remember, people, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. We now have a me we group. <laughs> made it today oh yeah so check out me we it's yeah, uh, an alternative to facebook that check out me people are trying to get on if you add me on me it's matt Wright, and it's a picture of the two of us uh and i'll add you i don't care um and then join the muddied waters of freedom group that i put up um it's an open group and uh yeah once again thank you low tide thank you very much low tide. <laughs> thank you low tide shells up bull bull and for everybody who is listening to us, the song you're about to hear is Ben Danaher again. So um, go out and pre-order his album. It is really good. I've heard the entire thing. And Ben's a fantastic, fantastic guy. And he was a wonderful roommate. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Uh, remember where we're going. We don't need roads.
Cause you got nowhere to run to now